Hey, hi, and hello, everybody. Welcome back, or welcome to another installment of Ranting and Reviewing, a podcast where I, your host, Andrew, rants about certain things that just don't sit right with me, that I think are wrong, that I don't agree with, that are dumb. You know, you, you get the gist. And then I also review a random movie selected by the Every Movie app. You can find it in the App Store. Um... Let's get into today's episode, baby. Uh, so this week's movie was Mallrats, chosen from the Every Movie apps, like I said. So um, I have seen this one before, but it's been quite some time. So like high school, I think, was the last time I saw it, and that was 10 years ago. 10 years ago this year. Wow. Okay. So yeah, I'll be reviewing Mallrats later, but first, let me um, let me just say, please, if you like the show... You know, leave a review of yourself for me. If you don't like it, you can leave a review. I don't mind. I understand. Um, and let's um, let's just tell people about it if you do like it. I don't mind that one bit. I um, would really love to get those numbers up, but I understand. It's a grind. It's part of the business. So um, let's, let's get into today's rant, which will be mall-related. Uh, mall kiosks so i'm sure everybody's been to the mall i don't know why you wouldn't um actually i guess i do understand why you wouldn't but the majority of people have been to the mall mall kiosks are those little pop-up shops that are in the middle of the walkway um that sell you know a lot of them are phone cases video game stuff i guess not as often but like they'll custom shirts custom hats dumb shit mostly um so they're just an annoyance. Like, I go to the mall to go to a certain store or certain stores. I don't want to be I don't want to be bombarded and harassed by these people. Um, like, I understand you are, like, it's your job, you're a salesman, whatever. But these people, they, first of all, I, I was reading about kiosks, just why not? And it's like 20000 up to $100,000 just to get it started. Plus, you got rent, which is... That's up to you or the the mall itself, but that could be anywhere from you know I don't, actually I don't know how much rent would be. I'm just that's that's something for my real estate friends. Like let me know. But you're paying you're paying monthly. Some I was reading weekly. Some just on the weekends. Like it depends. You're paying that too and the startup. Like I'm sorry, but you're not an entrepreneur. I know I, I'm sure there are some mall kiosks that are like helpful or unique or beneficial but most of them are all just cookie cutter bullshit and they're just annoying so like i said they're in the middle of the walkway which i guess it does provide like a left side right side but nobody follows that it's fucking it's dumb nobody follows it like we have people going both ways on both sides it's annoying it fucks up the flow of the mall i can't stand it it just it crowds the like i want to like it should be open it should be a nice open pathway and it's not and then to round it all off, like they're trying to sell you stuff that you just don't want. Like, no, I've been, I've, I got suckered once. I'm not going to lie. I'll be honest with you. I got suckered once. I'm, I'm into shoes. I don't remember what I was wearing that day, but they, they were like, Hey, you want to keep, you want to, you want to tidy those up? You want to clean them? And so I let them do their little test on the shoe. It worked. It was great. And so I boned, or I boned, I spent 60 bones for the shoe cleaning kit and I've used the, uh, Six times, which sure, I've, I think I've gotten my money work like, worth. It does work, but man, I wasn't going for that. I didn't need it. I don't want it. Stop, you know. They and they get they get so personal too. Like they're just like in your grill. 
They stop you. They're like, how you doing? How's your mother? Tell her hi for me. Tell her to stop by. And it's just all this dumb bullshit. And they want to know, like, your social security. They want all the credit card information. They want to put you on this mailing. Like, back up. Back up. Just open a store. Go to join another store. I'm sure, like, what you're selling is not unique. You can go sell it. You could team up with some of these other big retailers. And, yeah. Like, I understand the idea of it. The foot, the foot traffic and all that. Totally makes sense, but do it in a more respectful way or a more just less annoying way. I really don't have another way to put it. So mall kiosks, two thumbs down for me. But hey, that it is what it is. So let's uh, let's get ready for this movie review. Um, insert me saying something dumb about an ad here. I'll never get an ad. Eh, I can't say never. I might. You know, I like doing this. I'm going to keep doing it. If you like listening, keep listening. That's all I ask for, really. But, I mean, an ad, some revenue, that would be cool. Don't get me wrong. So, this week's movie is um, Mall Rats. And it is directed by Kevin Smith. Uh, you may know him from Clerks, Tusk, Chasing Amy, Dogma. You know, he's got a, he's got a great catalog. I love Kevin Smith. This movie is starring Shannon Doherty, Doherty, um, I think the H is pronounced, uh, she's mainly just known for her role, I think she was in four seasons of Beverly Hills 90210, um, and side note, if anybody's seen that, let me know, like, I'm, I'm honestly intrigued, I've heard a few people talk about it, I just, nobody, nobody that I actually know or trust, so if, if you're somebody I know, slash and or trust, let me know your thoughts, because, I'm a sucker for drama, I'll admit it. Anyway, so it's also starring Jeremy London, who's been in a ton of things, but I honestly didn't recognize any of them, so I don't know what that means. He's getting paid, so I guess that is a positive, but to me, slight negative. It's also starring Jason Lee, who is most known for My Name is Earl, Uh, Claire Forlani, the only thing I recognized her in was The Rock, and then Ben Affleck. Who doesn't know who Ben Affleck is? I don't really need to go any further there. Um, this movie was released October 20th, 1995. Uh, in the 90s. Am I nostalgic because it's the the decade I was born? Maybe a little bit, but top tier. Top tier decade. Best of all time, in my opinion. But I missed a few, so my opinion really doesn't matter. Um, running time of 94 minutes. I did see that there was like an extended version that goes 123 minutes that I am intrigued by because I did, I'll just get it out now. I did enjoy this movie. I have enjoyed it multiple times. So if I can find my hand, get my hands on the extended version, I will be watching that. It had a budget of $2.1 million and it made $6.1 million at the box office. So this movie, um, it opens with one of Jason Lee's character his character was named um brody so it opens with one of brody's very memorable joke slash stories like it's the it's the one i'm sure everybody's heard a version of it maybe from this movie maybe elsewhere i think i've heard it elsewhere as well but he opens up saying how his cousin um got a cat he bought a cat from a mall got it stuck up his ass bought another one same thing one more and he run he runs into his cousin at the mall when he's buying the third cat and he's like what are you gonna why are you getting another cat it's just gonna get stuck in your ass and his cousin goes, well, how else am I supposed to get the gerbil out? That's just a really brief way of, like, um, telling this story. But Jason Lee, he he might be the king of, like, monologues and stories and just 
storytelling. Like I love his voice. I love his his um his cadence and his confidence and his his way to grab you. And it's not just in this; it's in everything he does. I feel like they really capture his skill. Um, so yeah, he, he it opens up with one of those, and then uh, right after that, you meet um you officially meet Brody, and then you. I think I'm not fucking this up. I believe it is Brody and his girlfriend, uh, Renee, who is Shannon Doherty. She breaks up with him via letter. And I think, like, that's probably just how, you know, like, breaking up via text back in the 90s. I'm sure it was done. It's it's great concept. I don't know. But so it opens up, or it leads to them breaking up. And then it cuts to um, his buddy T.S., who is Jeremy London's. Um, and it's about him and his girlfriend about to go on vacation, but she needs to step in for her dad's game show because T.S. sort of bullied this girl into killing herself. Not killing herself, but accidentally killing herself. And so she's filling in the role. He's like, why are you doing that? You're just her daddy's girl. So they break up. So they're both break up. And they're and so um, Brody's like, you know what we got to do? We got to go to the mall. There are a couple mall rats. Well, Brody is. T.S. doesn't really come off as that. And then so when they get there... They see that this show um, that Brandy is filling in for her dad is being set up at the mall to be filmed at the mall. So they run into a couple other mall rats, Silent Bob. Oh, God, Jay and Silent Bob. Sorry to fuck that up. And they go up to them and they're like, hey, what's going on? They tell them it's the show. And eventually they're like, yeah, we want to get there. Well, TS wants to get um, Brandy back. Um, Brody doesn't really acknowledge that he wants to get Renee back until later, but so they go up to Jane Silent Bomb and they're like, Hey, can you sabotage this this game show? And they're like, Yeah, sure. We were already gonna do that, and they're like, Why? And Jane Silent Bob were like, Why not? And that that kind of really captures what so I my like my generation, I think mall rats were kind of a thing, just not me personally, because um the mall was in a city 30 minutes away, so I didn't really hang out there. But I, I picture like that just being like what you do at a mall. You just find dumb shit to do because you're like, why not? You have nothing else to do. So totally, totally like on board with that whole, um, I don't know, um, conversation exchange between them. Yeah, exchange. That's what I was looking for. And then they also run into this um, like uh, one of T.S.'s exes who then tells like Brandy like, Hey, you're fucking up. He's one of the good ones. You know, all that stuff. They run into a few people. Um, They see Renee Brody's ex with Ben Affleck's character, Shannon, who is just this douche that hates Brody, um, works at men's fashion or fashionable men or something like that. And he's just the typical, like, bro, but, like, 90s version. Horrible dress, um, dressing skills, dress, whatever I'm trying to go for there. Not the best. So that's that's the whole gist. They're all at the mall. They all have these like side stories going on. But the one main plot is to sabotage the show to, to so she can't um, pick one of the contestants. It's a, it's a dating show. I totally forgot to say that. It's a dating show called Truth or Date. You know, typical asking questions, just a teen version, trying to capture money from the teens or however they say it. Um, there's another character, Trisha, who's this 15 year old that's working on this book called Borgasm and she's sleeping with men ages 14 to 30 and documenting it for like a study. That was just weird. Like to choose her to be 15 and to sleep with all these men, just strange. Her parents know about it. So 
I guess that's their way of saying like it's not it's not creepy, but it is creepy. They do kind of address that later on at the end, but still strange decision there. Um, Stanley makes a nice appearance where he kind of, he's the one that gets um, so TS finds Stanley and he's like, hey, go tell Brody he needs to be with Renee basically, but in like his own superhero way. Because Brody's a big comic book collector. So he does that. Brody asks him, like, about the Thing's penis and Mr. Fantastic's penis. And I really wish Stan Lee would have answered those. I think that would have been great. But he's like, they just kind of make a joke, like, later on how, like, he's obsessed with penises. Pretty funny, but I would have loved the answers, honestly. So, yeah, that's the that's the gist of this movie. Um, pretty predictable. They get back together. Um... I don't know. I just really liked this movie. So uh, the plot is, it's a good plot. It's like a good blend of like over the top, but also somewhat realistic. Realistic. I would give it like a 60% over the top and a 40% uh, realistic blend. So it was pretty good. I liked it. Um, easy to follow along. Good arc. All that. The casting was great. I couldn't tell you who I would replace anybody with because they all nailed it. The script was almost perfect. For the time, probably perfect. For 2021, almost perfect. Uh, I love how Kevin Smith is so... He's just so witty, but not just like quick witty. It's He develops like whole sentences just filled with these snarky, witty replies. And it's not just one-liners, like I said. It's fantastic. The costumes were great. Total 90s vibe. Can't miss it. And the soundtrack was pretty good. So overall... I really did uh, enjoy watching this movie again, visiting it, going down that path. I would give it a 7.5 out of 10. Um, highest movie scores yet out of the... This is episode 10, so it's the highest. I've had two sevens. This just topping out Charm City Kings, if you want to go check out that episode. Um, and yeah, I would highly recommend this if you're a fan of comedy. That's literally all you have to be a fan of, and I think you'll enjoy it. I don't know how you couldn't. Um, Maybe besides there's a few things that don't age well overall. It's not major to the plot. It's not bad. It's just I understand that not being comfortable for some people. So it's hard to say like everybody would love it, but I think everybody would like it. And I loved it. It was a really good movie. Uh, I'm a big fan of Kevin Smith as it is, so I'm I'm sure you're not surprised I said that in the beginning. I'm saying it now. So that's the episode. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next week. (laughs) 